if you don't know, Susie Kelsey is having surgery at Methodist in Indianapolis on Tuesday. Uh, please keep her in your prayers. Let us pray. God of all of us, we thank you for this place of worship and this time of prayer. We are thankful for our health and grateful we are able to be here for this time of worship. Surround those who are ill and those who care for them with your loving and healing presence. For those who come here suffering the pain of loss, we ask for your peace, which passes all understanding. We want so much to help others and sometimes we confess we do not know what to do. Help us to be focused on the life of your son so that by his example, we might be faithful in our service to others. Breathe on us the breath of new life. Break down the walls of resistance, O oh God, so that we might do what you would have us do. Instill in us enthusiasm for the tasks before us. Enliven our ordinary moments into occasions for worship and joy as we serve you in all that we do. Help us to retain the knowledge of our past misfortunes that we might reattain a new appreciation for all the gifts that are ours. We lift up to you and give thanks for our veterans and for those who are currently in our military on this Veterans Day. We thank you for those who've gone before us to prepare the way for us. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I read from Hebrews 9, verses 24 through 28. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself again and again as the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own. For then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the age to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for mortals to die once, and after that the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. 
Today is a special day. It's not because Veterans Day is, has fallen on Sunday because that happens every once in a while. It's because this is the 100th anniversary of the signing of the armistice, which was November 11 at 11 a.m. Uh, we'll probably get out about that time. World War I had been raging for four long years. Nine million soldiers were killed, 20 mo 21 million were wounded, and of, the, of those, uh, the U.S. lost 116,000, about twice the number killed in Vietnam. By the end of the war, Germany was running out of soldiers and supplies, and the country was facing an invasion. On November 11, 1918, at 11 a.m., German leaders met with Allied leaders in a railroad car in France, and there they signed an armistice agreement. World War I was over, and hostilities ceased. Then the remembrances began. One year later, on November 11th, was declared in many countries to be Armistice Day. It became a federal holiday in the United States in 1938. Then, after World War II and the Korean War, the name was changed to Veterans Day. The day is now a holiday dedicated to, in a, to American veterans of all our wars. You won't be getting any mail tomorrow. We have been observing the holiday for a hundred years. The fact that it falls on Sunday gives us an opportunity to reflect on veterans who gave their lives. The color of the day is red from the poppies of Flanders Field in Belgium to the blood that has been sacrificially shed. Today we remember the significance of sacrifice. Verse 26 in today's text speaks of the one who came to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. He shed his own blood on the cross once for all. Jesus was not like the high priest in the Jerusalem temple who entered the holy place year after year with the blood that was not his own. The high priest took the blood of a sacrificial animal. Jesus offered his own blood on the cross and this sacrifice was offered one time to bear the sins of many. The color of the day is red. The red poppies are associated with veterans. The color red reminds us of the blood of Christ on the cross. But what is the true significance of sacrifice offered by veterans and by Jesus? When 
veterans make their sacrifice, they give up their security for the security of others. They put themselves in harm's way to protect their family members and neighbors from danger. Following the example of Jesus, they show willingness to lay down one's life for one's friends. Not every veteran is a fighter in the usual sense. Desmond Doss was a devout Christian who refused to touch a weapon or work on the Sabbath. He enlisted in the army during World War II because he believed in the cause and offered to be combat medic. At first, the army wanted nothing to do with him. He just didn't fit into the army's model of what a good soldier would be. Members of his battalion considered him a pest. They saw him as a slacker and threw shoes at him while he prayed. But at Okinawa in the spring of 1945, Doss and his company faced a grueling task. They had to climb a steep jagged cliff and faced thousands of heavily armed Japanese soldiers. Under heavy fire, Doss climbed the ridge and crawled from wounded soldier to wounded soldier, dragging them to safety. He was praying the whole time, Lord, please help me get one more. In the end, Doss saved 75 men over a 12-hour period. The soldiers who had shamed him now praised him, and his captain de described him as one of the bravest persons alive. President Harry Truman awarded Doss the Medal of Honor in 1945, and more than 70 years later, he was the hero of the movie Hacksaw Ridge. He is an example of a veteran who gave up his own security for the security of others, both on the battlefield and back home. When Jesus made his sacrifice, he appeared once for all at the end of the age to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. Through his death on the cross, Jesus bore the sins of many, and the result is that we are restored to the right relationship with God. The sacrifice of Christ is good news for all of us who struggle with sin and guilt. But it is not immediately clear how the death of Jesus removes sin and brings us back into the relationship with God. To understand how this works, we need to step back and take a look at what Jesus faced in Jerusalem. It was a struggle that was every bit as harrowing as fighting at Okinawa. Presbyterian pastor Mark Sandlin points out, one of the most significant factors that put Jesus on the cross was his actions in the temple courtyard. Jesus entered the courtyard during Holy Week knowing that he was entering the religious, political, and economic 
power center for the region of Judah. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was fully aware that he would be seen as a threat. His words and actions were in full view of the Roman guards who were there to arrest and crucify anyone who was viewed as an opponent of Roman power. So why did Jesus die? He died because he offered the power people the, and he offended the power people and challenged the status quo. He could have remained silent, but he didn't. Instead, he spoke up for, for and helped the people around him who were being stepped on, used, and abused. Sandlin says that Jesus died on a cross to show us that love, what love looks like in action. He should be, we shouldn't be surprised that Jesus did this. After all, he is the one who said to his followers, no greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Like Desmond Doss and others who have given up their own security for the security of others, Jesus showed us what love in action looks like. What made Christ's sacrifice unique was that it was offered once to bear the sins of many. The sins of many are anything that separates people from God and from each other. These sins are any unloving words or actions that drive wedges between people and destroy relationships. But Jesus died on the cross. He showed true sacrificial love in action that had the power to re restore broken relationships and change people forever. The cross of Christ was a kind of 11-11-11 moment. When Jesus died, hostilities ceased. Biblical scholar Richard Nelson says, Christ's sacrificial act does away with sin. It was an act that removed the obstacle that blocked the relationship between God and God's people. The death of Jesus saves us from our sins. By giving us a new path for our lives, it's a path that challenges us to follow Christ in the way of love. Our lives are enriched by the love of Christ instead of being corrupted by sinful separation from God and neighbor. This path is challenging, but fortunately, we don't have to walk it alone. Hebrews tells us that Jesus will appear a second time not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. The life of Jesus continues long after his death and resurrection. And we can be thankful that he is always walking ahead of us, calling us to follow him into the future. The armistice was signed the 11th month, the 11th day, and the 11th hour 
Our veterans have served in a variety of wars. All had a beginning, and all except the current ones had an ending, and even the current ones will have an ending someday. But the saving work of Christ goes on and will continue until the end of time, which is long before after we are gone. Amen.